This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. On a snowy night in the middle of a forest in Poland, the Jewish businessman who had a wagon filled with goods that he had spent months purchasing His entire livelihood being in those goods in the back of the wagon got stuck in the mud, in the middle of the forest, in the snow. And he had two strong horses that were pulling the wagon, but they couldn't pull the wagon out of the mud. No matter how hard he tried, he couldn't get it out of the mud. He realized that he was exhausting his horses trying to get them to pull the wagon out. And if he pushed them any further, he might actually cause them to collapse and die. He also knew the freezing cold would cause them to die, and he didn't know what to do. The forest was filled with robbers and wolves, and they were just waiting for somebody to get stuck in the mud like this. And the horses and the goods in the back of the wagon would be easy pickings. The businessman was desperate. He didn't know what to do. And so he jumped off of his wagon, realizing that he had no choice but to find a town and see if he can find people that would help him. So he took a little drink of his vodka and began walking as quickly as possible to the town of Apta. By the time he entered the town, it was well after midnight. And except for the wind blowing in the streets and the snow coming down, it was just a black, frozen silence. He knew that he needed two strong men to help him to pull the wagon out, maybe even three or four. And he wasn't sure where he could find them. But he also knew that he couldn't go back. He had no choice. And so he began walking around, hoping to see a light somewhere. Maybe there would be somebody who could help him. And eventually he sees, in the synagogue, there's a dim light. And so he enters the shul, and he tries to warm himself up, and then he just starts to cry. He bursts into tears, and then he sees that there's somebody who's sitting in the corner. A thin, young man, with a back slightly bent over. He'd been sitting and studying Torah by a candlelight. The young man, he looks up at the businessman and he says, What's wrong? Why are you crying? What happened to make you cry like this? So the businessman He walks over to this thin little Jew. He tells him the whole story. His whole life's savings is in the back of that wagon that he had to abandon with the horses in the forest, in the mud, in the snow. And who knows if even he ever makes it back there. Everything might be stolen already. The horses might be dead. He doesn't know what to do and he's just so broken. It's too much. He can't handle it. And the businessman asks the little thin Jew, maybe there's a tavern around. We can find a few strong men that'll come and help me if anything's left there in the forest. And the Jew that was learning, sitting there at night by the candle, he puts on his coat, he closes his safer, and he says, let's go. So the driver thinks, wow, this is great. He's going to take me to a tavern. And so they start walking. And the whole time the driver is thanking him. And he's saying, boy, I hope everything's okay there, that my stuff isn't stolen. And the young man said to him, you have nothing to worry about. No one's going to touch your merchandise. And he thought, well, I guess... We're going to get some help really soon, because this guy probably knows where there's a tavern and there's some strong people that can help me. And the businessman walked out into the street, following the young, thin Jew, the scholar. And the young man, he kept walking straight past every building in town in the direction of the carriage. And the businessman said, wait a minute, isn't there a tavern around here? We need some help. Maybe we need to bring another horse or something. 
But the young man, he just kept walking swiftly through the snow and the freezing wind as the businessman followed behind. And eventually they arrived at the site of the wagon. And as soon as they got to the wagon, the young man looked at the businessman and he said very quietly, you've already been stuck here too long. I hate to see when people are stuck. Time has come that you should continue your journey. There was something so simple in the way the young man said it that the driver was caught by surprise and he actually jumped into the driver's seat and he said, what do you mean? And the young man said, I mean, crack the whip over the horses and continue your journey. And the driver said to the young man, and what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to get into the wagon with you and go back to Apta so I can continue learning. And the young man was so confident that the businessmen whipped the horses, they woke up and they pulled the wagon straight out of the mud and started going very quickly towards town. When they arrived in the town of Apta, the wagon stopped and the young man got off and quietly walked away without saying a word. And before the businessman could understand really what just happened to him, he smelled freshly baked bread coming from the bakery. So he took his wagon towards the smell of the bakery. And there they were in the bakery of Apta, being greeted by its owner, a religious Jew. He said, Shalom Aleichem, my honored guests. Come please, wash your hands, sit down and have some bread. I just baked it. The businessman washed while the baker made some hot tea. And then the businessman told him about the miracle that had just happened to him. How he had been stuck in the mud. And he came into town looking for strong men or a horse. And here this little weak Jew that was sitting and learning in the Beit Midrash in the middle of the night. He comes out there and says, whip the horses and get going. I hate to see when people are stuck. And just like that, I got out of the mud. He said, it's unbelievable. It's a miracle. The baker said, young man, miracles? I know everybody in this city. And I can tell you that there are no young, thin miracle workers here. Maybe it was Eliyahu Navi that came to help you. And suddenly the door of the bakery burst open. And this thin, young man, wrapped in an old winter coat, slipped into the room. The baker, who was smiling, talking with the businessman, his smile turned into a look of disgust. He points to the young, thin man. He says, that's my useless son-in-law. The whole day I work in this bakery to support him and his family. What does he do? He does nothing. He makes me crazy. He sits all day in the Beit Midrash and learns. He doesn't know how to make any money or have a hard day's work. Useless. Useless. He starts shouting at his son-in-law. You're useless. In the meantime, the thin young man, he doesn't pay any attention. And then the businessman looks at the baker with shock in his eyes. And he points to the thin young man, the son-in-law, and he says, That's the miracle worker. He's the one who took me out of the mud. The baker's eyes widened, and he said, He's the miracle worker? And then he fainted on the spot. As soon as the baker's son-in-law heard the commotion, he ran over to help his father-in-law. And when the baker came back to his senses, he began to ask his son-in-law for forgiveness for the way he'd treated him for so long. The son-in-law, of course, didn't mind to start with, and he said, you're forgiven, of course. It's not even a question. But that was the night that a hidden tzaddik became revealed to the world. A great Rebbe who one day would help thousands and thousands of Jews lift themselves out of the mud and get unstuck because he didn't like when a Jew was stuck. And that person became known as the Yid HaKadosh, the Holy Jew of Pshiska, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak Rabinowitz. 
Stay tuned, my sweetest friends, for another story about the Yid HaKadosh in next week's episode.